Hey, Samantha. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm, I'm doing better. And I'm like smiling over here. I'm feeling good over here, which is not what I was like 20 minutes ago. So this is like, oh, it's, it's just fun when like how you feel can shift so epically so quickly. Like I find that very fun and exciting. And in, it's interesting. And you know, this is day 7,942 <laughs> of our quarantine. <laughs> At least here in Southern California. I don't know about Chicago. Oh, but <laughs> oh it's that in Chicago as well. Especially okay. for, like, the immunocompromised that, like, did this shit early. That were, yeah, that were, like, locking down earlier. Yeah, so, um, so since we're in um, day 12,942 of quarantine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. we get to practice that, well, if we want to, we get to practice this whole mood shift and choice making absolutely yes like we get that we have the power and I think I think that's like the thing that I feel really good about is choice and power like there might be days where I am choosing not to see the bright side of things or Mm -hmm. I'm choosing not to be productive and sometimes like it's a very empowering choice where I'm like oh, this is a self-care day. This is a joy day. This is a fun day. And sometimes it's just like a fuck the world day. Mm-hmm. And that's okay too. But I like, I, I just, it feels very empowering to own that like, that I'm living a life where that's all in my power. Like I, I get to be the decider of those things and the decider of, um, am I going to find, because you know, like I've had those days where every little thing brings me joy and I'm just so like delighted by like the weather or like this this like laughing baby or like the tiny things just like brighten your day and there's other days where you feel like nothing's gonna make you feel good Mm -hmm. but like owning that you have the power is huge and you I could tell you were gonna say something and I'm really curious what it was well uh, so a couple things so for people listening um I just wanted to say what we're talking about because um, this is this can go in all different directions. But what, but kind of the base starting point of what we're talking about is um, our perspective, mm-hmm. choosing what our perspective is, or um, making empowered choice. Um, it's about um, being present to particular things, like what's happening in a moment being present to choice or not to choose Um, in our training through our coach um, training program, we called it context. And I always like to think of it as what's your story about this right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we were, you know, and I think uh, what I was going to, what I would also say is in terms of, um, you know, day (laughs) 15,978 of our quarantine, um, you know, it's like, it's been, it's been an interesting um, process to go from, oh, maybe you shouldn't really spend a lot of time out to now um, at one point, I don't even know if all of the states had stay at home orders, but I feel like- No, they haven't. I feel like about half the states have stay at home orders now. And um so, you know, here where I am in Southern California, it's like you only leave for essentials, but 
Um, I can take a walk around my neighborhood. Um, some of the beaches and parks have open, but you can't go and hang out. You have to go walk around <laughs> or run <laughs> or get in the water and then get out and go home. Um, so it's been an interesting process to kind of note that, you know, it started out being like, oh, I'm just going to hunker down and this, this is going to feel like, you know, a staycation. And now we're legitimately like what, seven weeks in or something. And it's just uh -huh. like, um, now things aren't quite as fun. <laughs> yeah. The Netflix is getting less interesting, even though they keep pumping out new content, which some days I really appreciate for sure. But yeah, I've gone through Netflix. I've watched all of Prime. <laughs> <laughs> we, we even now also have Hulu because we added a new, you know, okay, door okay. of content, um, which like some days I'm so grateful for and it feels like such a blessing. And it's like, obviously, once again, it's great to have that choice, that option to go yeah. there. But I definitely, it's like, it's that quick fix or that quick, like, oh, I'm going to, I'm not happy with this world. So I'm going to escape into this other world. And then it's kind of like, I guess I would associate with like junk food. Like you eat and eat and eat and you're never really satisfied or you get hungry again right away. Whereas like interacting with your friends or like cooking a meal or I don't know, do something that feels like a little more substantive. It has, has more substance like actually yeah. like makes you feel good and last longer. Mm -hmm. And well, yeah, I mean, it's like, you're talking about like looking for the distractions and mm -hmm. we used to have a lot more of them, you know, with when the restaurants were open or you could go shopping or go see your friends. And now it's like, we have to try harder for the distractions, which leaves well, us, I feel like it leaves us more vulnerable to really being present with what is in any given moment, which is really uncomfortable. It's funny because I actually think it might be that like, I think sometimes entertainment for me is like joy and an interesting perspective from like, a, like someone else's shoes that I want to have seen or an amazing story. And other times it's an escape and it's a distraction. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny because I actually think it's the op like, or wait, it is what you're saying. I'm like, wait, is it not or is it? Because I think, I think right now I have less, yeah, I have less distraction, which is what you were saying. It was mm -hmm. funny because at first I was like, wait, I have more things to do. I'm uh, like, no, like, yeah, uh, I'm making it more confusing than it is. Well, but, but to your point, I was talking with somebody who is like, oh, now I have all this time to do stuff. And yeah. they're like, you know, so it's like, it's like on the one, which this is perfect. Cause this is what, you know, this is kind of the point of the conversation is it's like, um, or is it, oh, this is so awesome. Now I finally have time to get to my list of to-do items, my, my house projects, my writing projects, all of that stuff. Or are we looking to those things to distract us from feeling uncomfortable? It's like, you know, people are fearful, people are worried, um, you know, people are lonely. <laughs> 
uh, we're bored. Uh, you know, it's like we have all of these emo these emotions that often make us feel uncomfortable. And so, it, you know, is it just a matter of perspective? Is it we're doing our to do list as a distraction, or are we are we saying, hey? I'm going to be empowered and I'm going to use this time this way. Ooh, I like, I didn't even think of it that way. Whereas like, cause to me, well, I, I guess it depends on what is on the to-do list to me. If it's something that is like aligned with my goals or like makes me feel good. It like, it fits into one of those boxes that's important to me. Then like, I think that's awesome. And I, I think usually things like that aren't usually a distraction for me. I think I usually, like, my, my distractions are pretty thinly veiled. Like, I, I know what's up. Like, I know I'm watching Netflix. I know I'm reorganizing my closet for the fifth time because I want to, like, feel productive, but it's not actually productive. Mm -hmm. Versus, so you, go on, sorry. Uh, versus, like, it's funny to me to think of, like, actual, not actual productive people, but, like, people who have a to-do list that is productive, but using that to distract themselves from, like, feeling because that I didn't even think of that being a thing so to me I'm just like oh good you're being productive because I think I don't know I guess I think I'm I'm, I'm pretty closely um, available to my emotions and my feelings that I don't even think of like like if I was productive I'm never so productive that I'm not feeling I think is what mm -hmm. I'm saying like, well and I, I what's interesting is you know, I had my co-chairs on and I was hearing, oh, Samantha has a story about being productive. Oh, definitely. Like there's, when I, what I kind of heard was you place great value on being productive. I mean, I think I'm, I think it is valuable because it's, yeah, I do. Like, yeah, that is. I, which is, by the way, for anybody listening, that <laughs> totally was not like, oh, Samantha's got a thing about being productive. It totally was not meant to have any judgment. It was an observation of being productive is something I hear that you value. And a lot of people do. Um, and there are people that value being productive because it means they don't have to deal with something else. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, you know, and, and again, and that's not a judgment either. I mean, I, I tend to have a lot of people in my life that are like these, um, really amazing people who've created lots of really amazing things. And it's like, they don't sit still very easily. And oh, I got that down. Yeah. And sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes it's like when they sit still, it, you know, they don't like it because they're constantly in forward motion. Um, but then there are other times where that quiet is too much because mm. that quiet is, Oh, this thing that I have to deal with, I don't want to deal with it <laughs> or some combination, you know, thereof. But what else did you say about being productive and well, we were, we were Ooh. talking about choice. Yes. <laughs> I get it. Okay. I don't know if this is going to tie into our topic, but like, if this might be tangenty and if it is, we can like switch it up. But, um, 
because it, it was funny because at first when you said you place like value on being productive or like that's what you heard me saying which is which I was saying and in my head I went straight to well I also value like resting and self-care and blah 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 and then like further down in like my mental whatever was I'm really hard on myself when I I'm not feeling like I'm, you know, adding mm-hmm. value or being productive. Like I place a lot of judgment and I'm very critical. Nothing that motivates me to change or do something, switch it up somewhat. But I, the internal dialogue is very like mean and harsh and shamey for like, wow, you were so lazy. Wow. You like didn't do anything or wow. You've been saying you've been wanting to do X, Y, Z for a long time. Where is that? What is up with that? Like, that is definitely, like, a critical dialogue mm-hmm. going on. And it, and isn't it funny how, I mean, because there's, there's, like, lots of story in within that, you know, when you're feeling like, I heard you say, when you're feeling like you're not adding value, that's when the mean, nasty self-talk comes in. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to toss this in there, which is, this is a totally different <laughs> topic, but um, for our women that are listening to this, that's kind of a story that we all get handed. I mean, I, I, I'm working right now. My workshop that I'm, that I'm doing is a self-care workshop, but it's coming from the place of decolonization <laughs> which is looking at these patterns that we all engage in and we embody them, embrace them as being true, but they're really about fulfilling roles that others want for us. Mm. So like this idea that we have to always, and, and I'm just, I'm going to keep it, you know, for, uh, you know, those of us living in the United States today, it's like, there is this idea. We all have to be constantly adding value or, and if that is part of, um, what you choose as a validation for your worth, or if that's a message that gives you your worth, what happens when we're in a situation like we're in now Mm. and look at all of these people who aren't working right now. I mean, what, you know, what, what happens then? Yeah. That I'm going to be choosing to be like that perspective. Yeah, so then you can like so crumble then, your self esteem mm-hmm. if you, and, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Which I think that's like that's the place where I think I'm getting to and I want to be at where it's coming from choice, not coming from like, like my value and my worth is just being me, just mm-hmm. being is the value and the worth, and then everything else is like. Oh, I'm choosing to do this because I like giving feels good. Growth feels mm-hmm. good. Helping feels good. Like not, I need to do, I need to help. I need to grow. I need to give to, to be worthy of love, to be worthy of connection, to be mm-hmm. worthy of having a, like my internal critic shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like want, like having the motivation for that to just be like those things not the worth and the value. Well, and I, I love what you were saying about the choice and, and, you know, 
it's, it's a process and it's a practice. I think, first of all, you have to catch yourself doing it. (laughs) You know, you have to be in a place where you can ask yourself what's up with this, you know, um, because I think not everybody hears the way that we talk to ourselves Mm -hmm. and not everybody. Um, I think, you know, we just get, we just are show up in these automatic ways of being right. And what you were saying is, you know, making it a choice an empowered choice. I mean, it's like, um, I'll give you, (laughs) I'm going to kind of make myself a little bit vulnerable and, and like go a little bit to the edge here, but like, I haven't like, like pretty much everybody else on the planet. I haven't been working out. And it's gotten to the point where not only have I not been doing my weight training, but I've also just had a lot of difficulty getting motivated to even take walks. And I love to go for walks. I do. I, especially around my neighborhood. I live in, I'm very, very, very fortunate to live in this beautiful neighborhood. Um, but as a result of this inactivity, you know, I've definitely noticed changes in my body. And I was just the other day I was laying here and I was just like, all you can just imagine this self-talk, the mean Mm -hmm. self-talk and like really like full on. I, the way I was talking to myself and the, the observations I was making about my body the other day, you know, it's like, I'm not flattening the curve. I'm fattening the curve. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely memes that are that. Yeah. You know, it's like, I am a walking meme and I've got, I've got a little, you know, I've got some padding. My, my hard pants do still fit me, but you know, things that were tight and were shifted to different places in my body have all now been deposited where middle age put them. (laughs) And I'm sitting here and it's just like the way that I was talking to myself and the things I was saying about my body. I mean, Samantha, I would never imagine saying them to another person Mm -hmm. ever. And if I heard somebody saying them to another person, I'd like probably deliver a throat punch and be Mm -hmm. like, you can't talk shit like that to them. And Mm -hmm. I was late. And so I just kind of had this moment where I was really present to that self-talk. And of course, then that just made me feel terrible. You know, it was like, I went from being fat to being a fat asshole. (laughs) Isn't that, that's just such a thing where it's like, then you beat yourself up for beating yourself up. I know. It's like, <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, but so I was like, I'm sitting there, and then it was just kind of like, all right, all right, all right, all right, everybody, calm down. <laughs> and and I asked myself, I just kind of was like, what's you know, what is really going on here? And you know, and I just kind of went through this process of, well, here's what I'm really feeling. If we take my body out of it, here's the emotions that are that I'm really present to, and um. It, you know, hears and, and I notice that I have a pattern that's when some of these emotions are very strongly present, then the self-talk starts and the self-talk always targets my body. Mm. And so I sat there and I was like, okay, I said, well, you could decide that, you know, you're this fat, lazy, unproductive, um, you know, burden on society. Or what if you just laid here and said, oh my God, my body's so amazing and here's why, you know, Mm. it's like, it's healthy. It can move around. 
this is it it doesn't want to go outside today because it's stressed out and this is how bodies this is the biology of stress <laughs> is we want to hunker down we want to slow down you know it's like the, it's why we want to eat carbs all the time and sugar right now is because our brains are in this stress mode and it's looking for fuel so that it can think clearly and this is why we're tired all the time and despite you know whatever it is we may be doing and so in that moment of kind of running through okay well it could be lazy and gross and disgusting and a burden on society or it could be this magical miracle of nature walking around in the world, surviving my very first um, global full on really serious pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's like a combination of like grace and self love, like giving yourself mm -hmm. those days where you're just like, I'm going to be super compassionate and not judgmental and let myself take a fucking break and not be mm -hmm. like mean to myself about it. I mean, the goal is to never really be mean to yourself about it. And then other days, it's like you kind of like self-parent yourself. Like, mm -hmm. like little you is like, I want a cookie. I don't want to go for a walk. And then like parent you is like, you know, you're going to feel so much better if you like eat the, the orange instead. And if you go for a little walk, just go for a little walk. And it's like, I, I'm very much having like a conversation with myself mm -hmm. um, about these things or even, and the thing that like excites me is that I am turning less for other people's approval in those. Like, usually we go on a daily walk, and for three days here, it was raining, and we just, like, didn't go for a walk. And, like, internally, I was, like, so happy. I was like, I didn't want to go for a walk, and now I didn't have to go for a walk. And then day four comes around, and, like, my mom and brother are like, are you ready to go for a walk? And I was like, no, I'm not going today. And then, like, my brother was like, what? You're not going? And, like, kind of tried to like poke at me to go and I was like I'm not going and then and then day five I was like I like checked in with myself and I was like all right I right now the kid me does not want to go for a walk and the adult me knows that it always makes me feel good when I go and it makes me like proud of myself and it also like there's something about being in like nature and getting that fresh air like just the wiser adult version of me it's like I know this is good for you I know you don't feel like it and I know you don't want to but like why don't you just go and like we have a couple of versions of the walk we have like an hour version we have like an hour and a half version and so I was like all right I'm gonna go but I'm I might go for a shorter version and he's like what you're, no you're gonna go for the full one and I was like I'm not committing to that I'm going and I'm proud of myself for going and I'm not making any commitment to how long I'm going and I was fully fine with that answer and I was like yeah I'm super proud of myself for like putting on my gym shoes and walking out that door and I did, I did like the hour version. I didn't do the hour and a half version. And, and I'm like, I'm like, I would have been proud of myself if I did a 15 minute version. Cause like mm -hmm. getting that momentum, that first step when you're like not been feeling it for days or whatever is like, deserves so much celebration. Cause that's usually the, like one of the hardest steps is that first step. Yeah. And, and it's, it's the choice part of it. I mean, it's, you chose what was appropriate for you, mm -hmm. you know, and you didn't, you didn't do it for anybody else. You did it for yourself. And part of and that, like that, like perspective or context more so maybe is like, I took full ownership 
over like what it meant to me and like my reaction to my brother was completely flat and good like mm-hmm. I didn't make it like uh like in the past like past me might have been like oh he's am lazy or oh I'm just gonna like push myself to like oh like do something that like doesn't feel good um so I look a certain way to other people or so I don't feel judged or and then I would have been like resentful and like kind of like probably like a little pissy about it the whole time versus like this other version where I feel good about it and I don't like Mm -hmm. make up all these stories about what it means Mm -hmm. oh and all right this is kind of a different thought but I had it a minute or a while back crap do I remember what it was sorry (laughs) (laughs) oh shit all right we'll come back to it if I remember sorry people Oh, that I need to write. You know, it's like you need to write down good thoughts and you have them. And like you're like, oh, I want to circle back to that. But, um, I was thinking about like choosing in terms of choice. I was thinking about how we choose joy or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, and here's an example. So where I live, um. Across the alley from me is a family that has two kids under, I'm going to guess like two. I think the oldest one maybe is three. You know, she can walk, she can ride her little toddler bike around. Really cute kid. Um, And twice a day, the neighbors come outside and, you know, get some air and, uh, you know, kind of walk around and stretch. And (laughs) there's, I have a new neighbor that has children about the same age. And, um, you know, children that age are very free to, to exercise their lungs and scream and holler. <laughs> and so they're I was out- so curious where that was going to go. Okay, yeah. Are they so running around naked in the front yard? They were running around naked in the front yard, but it was like all the neighbors with kids at the same time of day kind of come outside. And by the way, I, I, this is what I think is happening. It's like, they're all parents that are all stuck inside and they all kind of come out at the same time. Cause it's a, sm- we all can hear each other. And so I feel like mm-hmm. it's like the parents are stepping outside going, I'm going to kill these kids. How are you? <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, so I feel like it's the parent check-in, but I'm sitting here and I had my windows open and I had my door open and um, the kids were not having a good day and bless their little hearts like screaming like someone was murdering them and I'm sitting there and I was like oh please god make it stop (laughs) and I felt like I was just getting really irritated and I had like the auntie Kim voice in my head going you know what this is really hard for kids and this is really hard for the parents and it was so funny because then after a while you know they weren't screaming because they were unhappy about something they were just screaming because they could like you know you know how little Mm -hmm. kids do that sometimes Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting here and I was like inside my head I'm just like this is starting to really annoy me and piss me off and I'm gonna say something and I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna be like can you and and then it was like do you want to be that neighbor though (laughs) (laughs) and then I kind of sat here and so I stuck my head out to do and and when I walked out there and I discovered there are the two families with kids, but then there was, you know, two other neighbors from up the alley here that had the, they brought their dogs out 
and the little kids were excited to see the dogs and pet mm. the dogs. And, um, and it was, it was funny because it was like in the, you know, in that moment where I was like, do I really want to be this person today? Um, I walked outside and I saw just the pure joy and delight of these little kids when the dogs were coming. I mean, you know, who doesn't get excited when they see a dog, right? Oh yeah. But, <laughs> but it was right like, there. it was in that moment I, that I was able to pause and not be irritated that I got to just, it was, it was actually a really sweet moment to stand. And I just had this vision of, you know, this group of neighbors we're all, you know, have a little bit of cabin fever and we are all having our varied experiences right now. And we got to actually be like in a normal neighborhood with our neighbors in a normal way. Mm -hmm. Of course, with six to 10 feet between us <laughs> and we're all wearing masks. <laughs> but, um, but it was like, it, it kind of felt like really normal. But then it was just also that connection with community. And it just was this moment where I was like, you know, yeah, I'm really irritated that they're making all this noise. But at the same time, that just made me happy. And I just mm -hmm. let it instead of being like this, you know, mean Scrooge neighbor, it was like, no, I'm going to enjoy this right now. Because 90% mm. of the time, it's like, you know, I, I'm not I don't get to go down and visit. I don't have a kid. I don't have a dog. And this just happened to be a moment where I was able, where it was like, we all shared this moment in time together. And it was such a mm. simple thing yeah. to watch the little kids play and to what, you know, the dog was happy, you know, and um, even seeing how the little kids, you know, when they were explaining, well, you can't go pet the dog, mm -hmm. and he, you know, here's why even they kind of understood what was happening, but even then just, being around the dogs, you know, and yeah. so it's, you know, choosing joy is uh, everything. I think, I think like 90% of the stuff in our life that shows up is that we can choose it. A hundred percent. I completely agree with that. Cause it's, you can have the exact same scenario or really when it comes to anything, you only can control how you like mm. feel about it or what you're going to think about yeah. it. Like, is that really, really rough thing that happened to you? Are you going to choose like then to be like grateful for all the things you do have or like, or the strength that it showed you that you have or like, I, I always go straight to like all my medical stuff. Um, but like I could have chosen to like focus on what it took away or what was hard about it. And usually what I choose to think of is like how much my like family stepped up and my like friends were there for me and all the like beautiful, like little moments that I treasure and the things that I temporarily didn't have like access to. Then once I did like the ability to just like go out and drive on my own, the ability to get out of bed on my own, the ability to TMI use the bathroom on my own, mm -hmm. like the, like, things that you take for granted sometimes when you don't get them for a while and then you get them it's like so exciting so beautiful mm -hmm. like a lighter example like being in like I was in Southeast Asia and I had cold showers for a long time and then uh, like which was 100% worth it and beautiful and I didn't really give I didn't care if that was awesome but then coming home and having a private hot shower 
I, I like had never taken the time or had the perspective to be like so grateful and like so like amazed by a hot private shower mm-hmm. where you're not like okay I don't want to take too long because there could be other people waiting like and it's 100% going to be hot and be private and it, it was so beautiful like mm-hmm. to, to get grateful for something that I hadn't ever really I'd always taken for granted in the past yeah you know I mean it's it is it's it's really amazing how you know we have these opportunities um to discover the things we take for granted I mean this is this is one of this is the time where we're we're discovering this I had the long and short of it is I actually had to go by a friend's house. I had to drop something off mm-hmm. and it was in, it was annoying because I was like, you know, I've got my mask, I've got my gloves. I'm not going to, I have to literally like walk up to our house. Hi, I'm here, leave the thing and then go stand back down in the street. And what kind of visit is this going to be? It's just going to make me sad kind of, kind of thing. And what ended up happening was I left, I dropped off the stuff that I needed to drop off. And then I took a tour of her backyard. <laughs> and, and it was funny because I was like, it just felt so unnatural to not be like closer than 10 feet from her. Mm-hmm. But it was like, so she's standing literally on one end of her garden and I'm standing on the other and she's shouting at me right there <laughs> by your feet. I planted this <laughs> over there by your other foot. And, and, and I, you know, I also was the recipient of some of the backyard fruit that she has, but um, yeah. And, and, and then, you know, it was like, she got a lawn chair and she put it on one end of her garden and I had the lawn chair on the other and we actually did get to sit and visit. We both, and the whole time we're sitting there with our masks. And, um, and then when I got in the car, I literally, I just cried on the way home um, because it was like, it was like this flood of emotion that of being sad and pissed off that we can't all be together. But then it was also just like, just this deep gratitude for spending that time with her. Mm -hmm. and um like I don't I mean she's my friend so obviously I love and appreciate her and I do always cherish my time with her but there was something about this that was different Mm -hmm. and it was just literally you know this gratitude of it was like savoring my last piece of chocolate that I smuggled back from Italy (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like a tiny little bite and I just would let sit there and just be like, oh, what's that flavor? What's that flavor? And thinking about how, you know, it was like while I was sitting there, how I was present to, you know, I was like really looking at my friend. And it was like I was noticing for it was almost like for the first time I'm like, oh, her hair's this color. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And oh, I've never noticed what her eyes look like. And um, oh, she knows so much about gardening. And this is really a passionate. And also, you know, what it was like to sit there and all the different birds that I noticed while we were talking and the, you know, the smell of the different plants in the garden. And it was just, you know, it was kind of like this 
this sensory um, adventure. And, you know, how many other times have we been in those kinds of situations where we don't Mm -hmm. notice half the stuff? And, you know, and then, and so, and that's a choice, you know, that's very much a choice of, um, you know, it's about choosing to be present to things, but then also that choice of gratitude. Yeah. I think it's like, we're savoring things that we used to take for granted or just like an awareness. Even I've had a lot of moments with food because even like I'll have a moment where I'm like not going to have access to something that I usually have access to food wise. And then other times I'm like really taking in that it blows my mind. Like in human history, we've never had so much access to so much variety Mm -hmm. of food and it's really mind blowing. And, and to like actually have to think about like, Oh, if X, Y, Z, isn't available it's kind of like whoa the fact that it usually always is and I don't even have to think about it and having more gratitude for it because like you know if something's scarce you just like think about it more and have mm-hmm. that more like oh I'm so grateful and and really then being excited and appreciated by it so mm-hmm. not taking us for granted and then these new different little things that like are, are different because of the times and appreciating that like you mm-hmm. did is, is really beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think that's like the huge takeaway is we get to choose with like every thought and interaction experience, um, whether we want to like be grateful for it and see it as a joy or a gift or we're all going to have moments where we're sad or lament and that's absolutely fine and normal. Um, but we get to choose in like big picture by and large, whether we're going to be like excited about life and these experiences and like enjoy all the little things and, and seek out the pleasures. Like Mm -hmm. really, I don't know how many people actually sit there and think what brings me joy and having that awareness to kind of have, okay, watching a comedy special, connecting with a friend, um, even like playing a game over a friend, like tapping into like what brings you joy and, and being aware of it. And, and then, then consciously making an effort to add more of that into your life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Reading brings me joy. Spending time with this friend brings me joy virtually right now. Like, and, and really consciously adding those to your week Mm -hmm. and, and being that adult telling yourself like, Oh, like it, it can feel like, well, I just want to watch another episode of this. I don't want to make the effort to text that friend and see if they want to talk. And then, but, but have being the adult and acknowledging, well, on history, when I think about it, every time I talk to that friend, I feel really good and I feel amazing. And so I'm going to get through that like rough two minutes where I talk my child self into making the effort to call that friend because adult me knows that it's going to make me feel good and be good for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, on that note, yeah, well, I was just going to say, <laughs> on that note, um, to wrap up our, our conversation, what are the top three things you're going to do when we get out of here? Oh, like once the quarantine's over or once we're done with this call? Uh, once, once the quarantine is over. I'm going to hug everybody. I love hugs. I want to hug everybody, like, for a long period of time. 
<laughs> not creepy long, but like long. Uh, travel. I love to travel. I was supposed to go to Southeast Asia for like a month and a half, and I like postponed that, obviously. Um, and so the idea of like getting on a plane and going to a place, I'm gonna feel so grateful for that and so excited by every little moment of that experience. Um, oh, I'm gonna go out to eat. Like that is now exciting. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna go to a restaurant and eat food in community with people and enjoy that experience. How about you? I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hug everyone. Mm. I'm gonna I'm like and like I've already got the list of people. It's like <laughs> I I'm like literally gonna hug everyone, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start I have a list and I'm gonna dr- I'm literally gonna drive around town finding these people and like and like hugging them. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone gets it. Everyone's getting it. Um, so that's that's one thing I'm gonna do for sure. I am going out to eat. I'm gonna I'm gonna go somewhere to have a really nice meal mm. and wine tasting. <laughs> Yum! Yes. So that's kind of that's kind of my travel my travel thing is I'm gonna go. Um, up the coast. I'm going to, I'm going to go hit my favorite places. And I think, what was the other thing? Oh, I know what it was. Um, so, so out to eat and wine tasting. Um, I'm having people over here to my house for dinner. Mm -hmm. So I get to cook for people. I get to hug people. Hopefully, um, there will be people drinking some of the alcohol. (laughs) Some of the abundant alcohol I have in my house right now. Um, (laughs) That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. See, choosing joy. I love that. And I, like all of our, you know, listeners, what are like the three things that you're super excited about? And also like, what brings you joy and how can you add that more into your life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think we'll leave you guys with that. As always, you can, like, see what we're up to and what we're doing. Um, At least for me, you can go to shefoundfreedom.com and see what I'm up to. And Kim, feel free to, like, you know, tell everyone what you're up to. Uh, You can find me at heartrivercoaching.com. I, that's what I have right now. Um, probably by the time this is posted, my workshop, my badass self-care for badass women workshop will be well underway. Um, but there will be a new one. So make sure you email me if you're curious about that workshop. And, um, yeah. Oh, and uh, just to like clarify, and this might be my own is when I said when I was saying feel free, I kind of meant like I'm doing this little like she. Oh, I'm just gonna like tell you guys where to find me. What I was actually meant is like, oh Kim, if you want to go into that, feel free to do that, or if you want to like do the short. So I'm just clarifying that I wasn't. I don't know. It sounded <laughs> weird to me how that sounded. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, well, yeah. I just took it as, oh, it's my turn to talk now. <laughs> See, I'm overthinking. I'm adding stories. I'm not even explaining it well when I decide to go into it more. But that's fine. I'm human. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> all right. I love you, girl. 
Love you. And I love all of you listeners. And yeah. Hope, hope you're finding the little joys and being so kind to yourself and giving yourself all the love. Because this is some weird ass shit. And you deserve all the love and the grace and the care. What she said. Yeah. That's what she That's said. That's what she said. <laughs> Okay, guys, till next time. Until next time. Bye.